Hello beautiful people. My name is Keith Golden Jr. and welcome to the Golden Experience Podcast. This podcast will be all about Uber drivers. I believe every person has a story. Every person is a book. You just gotta open them up and read them. Now, a lot of people don't talk to their Uber drivers. I do. Some of the best conversations and lessons that I've learned throughout my lifetime have been with a 15 to 20 minute Uber ride. I wanna share some of these conversations, lessons, and experiences with you guys. I hope you enjoy. See, that's what it, being an Uber driver is really all about. What is it all about? <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, see, you're gonna give me trouble. <laughs> yeah, the creeper Uber driver, man. <laughs> So, can you explain to me again how you got into being an Uber driver? Anyway, so so what I did was uh, let's see, so what I did was um, my my full time my daytime business was was failing because of uh, COVID. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to go ahead and do something special for my family. So I decided that I was just going to drive from Halloween until Christmas. Mm. It's only going to be a two month trip. And uh, I started doing it on Halloween, Halloween weekend, and uh, I got hooked, man. I got hooked big time because in my daytime job, I, I never talked to anybody. I always just sit at the I mean, I always sit, you know, just sit around and look at a computer all day. Yeah. I mean, my, my form of communication is pretty much emails. Mm. So what I ended up doing was uh, getting out and getting the pulse of the town, man. You know, like getting to talk to guys like you, just having a good time. You know, get 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 a, get a fun conversation between me and whoever, yeah. like people I wouldn't normally talk to yeah. ever. Um, you know, I, I get a I get a fifteen minute trip out of somebody. You know, some people, you know, you talk serious. Mm. Some people you just laugh the whole way. I had one girl. I mean, I had one girl. She literally was crying with tears in her eyes. And her jaw hurt because she was laughing <laughs> and just laughing right. so much. And so I'm hearing you quite the comedian. Yeah, you know what? Some people have asked me why so don't he's I the do the perfect guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> see, see. So, so people ask me, so why don't you be a comedian? Because mm. honestly, I can't write this stuff. Like, 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 whatever happens, happens. Yeah. And it's just, it's just, a, it's spot, spontaneity. I don't even know the word. The spontaneity or whatever it is but but that's it's just it just happens yeah you know so so like if i tried to put together a skit the delivery would be all wrong i mean it wouldn't wouldn't be funny yeah. um in fact it would be almost like okay i'm saying the same skit all over again blah 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 and it would just be okay but it, it just seems like whenever you do something all you know like first time it's it's really cool because you know it, it comes out with excitement it comes out with passion it comes out with whatever so what i get to do is i get to hear people talk about their jobs i get to hear you know talk about their life yeah. and i get to share some of my like there, there's a gentleman that i took tonight just tonight mm. you know I, I took i took this guy he uh he was very old um i mean he was he was ancient dude i mean i'm, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not gonna lie and uh come on man Jesus Christ, you gotta write it. Wait a minute, let me write this letter and tell this guy he can go. Anyway, so, uh, so the, uh, 
so I told the guy, you know, I said, look, I've done some things, you know, I've done some things in my life, and, and I literally talked to him, you know, for, for 25 minutes, and I told him all the stuff that I'd done, like all the people that I've met, like I met Sugar Ray Leonard, I met um, uh, Niels Lofgren from Bruce Springsteen and E Street Band, um, I, I met, uh, you know, I mean, I, I used to, I, I actually went out on practice with the Caps once. I mean, it was, I didn't practice with them. I went out there in their warm-up, so let me clarify that. <laughs> just, just in case you're fact-checking, I did not play with the Caps. I just went out on the ice because I was coaching a women's team that practiced before them. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, so that, I mean, this is all I do. I just, it's funny because, like, I go, I, I drive weekends, and it's like, when I was in my 20s and 30s, I used to go out till two, three, four o'clock in the morning and talk to all these people in, in clubs and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then usually have a hangover, be tired the next day and no money. Mm -hmm. Now I go out till two, three, four o'clock in the morning. I still talk to all these people, but at the end of the week, I got a bankroll. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's like what I call maturity, man. So anyway, getting back to the whole thing about why I started doing Uber, Mm. is because uh, I, what, I, what I wanted to do is I wanted to go ahead and, and, and put together some money, extra money, for Christmas for my family. So what I did was I worked from Halloween till Christmas. Well, the problem is I worked 60 hours a week. I made over $2,200 a week, and I ended up making $12,000 in two months. Mm. So... And you can fact check that if you want, no problem. But those were the averages. But but the deal was was that I was like, whoa, I'm not spending twelve thousand dollars on my family for Christmas. I love them dearly, but they got birthdays and special occasions. You know what's up, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, so I had to. Uh, so I didn't spend it all on them, but I did spend a lot of it on them, and they they had a really nice Christmas. So that worked out really well. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but. Uh, but just the interaction, like with you guys, and and you know, I just I just brought a couple of Japanese people from Arlington over to here. Yeah. Um, they, they're actually in the media. They actually are on TV and a Japanese TV and Japanese radio. Mm -hmm. So they were celebrities, just not you know American celebrities, but they're they're Japanese celebrities. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. We had a good talk. Had a guy just before them. He's a uh, student, but he was born in China moved to Singapore so because his dad needed a job and for a tip he gave me the Chinese moon pie because this is the uh, today is the the uh, the Chinese moon festival mm -hmm. oh, that's cool so uh, so I don't have no idea what's in there but it's supposed to be good and he said it was cheese and crap and I'm not sure if he said crab or crap <laughs> so I, I I'm not sure but I'll let my wife try it so <laughs> anyway, yeah. So anyway, so it's. Uh, but I thought that was a very nice gesture. But uh, but that's it, man. I mean, that's uh, you know, I get I get all kinds of interesting stories. Mm -hmm. Like like once like like when I first started driving, it was kind of kind of bizarre because, um, I had a pickup at the uh, at the Grosvenor Metro, and uh, it was like. 10 30 11 o'clock at night i just started driving for uber mm. 
and uh, over on the concrete there was a uh, there was a woman that was just laying on the concrete mm -hmm. this is like November early November and uh, so I pulled over I looked, went over to this look I mean I got over there her knees were all bloody she had her pantyhose were all torn mm -hmm. and unfortunately I like to uh, you know watch you know Chicago PD Hawaii Five O, and all that stuff mm -hmm. so I naturally just thought she got raped and killed but fortunately I did check her pulse and she was alive um, so I tried to wake her up, which I did, and uh, asked her her name. And she told me her name, and I was like, crap, that's my ride. <laughs> so, uh, so then I, just to make sure, I had to be like, uh, so, so what is your, uh, what's your address? Do you know your address? And unfortunately, she did. It was the one, so. Anyway, fortunately, I put her in the car, took her home, and, and you know, it was, it was we had it. It, it was kind of unique because she was, I mean, she's still really drunk, but all she kept saying was, you know, please don't judge me. Please don't judge me. And, and I get that. Um, and I wasn't judging her, but her, her deal was she had a successful job. I mean, she's, she's in IT. She just had a really bad drinking problem. She was in uh, uh, rehab four times and she was only 28. So that's, you know, I feel bad for, you know, people that get addicted to both drugs and drinking because you know how it is man I mean it's you know it can ruin your life so anyway so that was one situation another situation I had this dude in the car I was taking him home and it was like the rural part of Germantown and we, we turned this corner and there was a woman on the corner sitting on her knees again it was cold out it was in you know it was October, you know November or something and uh and she just put her hand up like like kind of like the wave but she didn't wave she just put her hand up, and uh, and I saw. I was like, "Dude, did you see that?" He's like, "What?" I was like, "I don't know, man. There's some woman back there on her knees, and she put her hand up. I, I, I mean, I'm gonna go check on her, see if she's okay." And the guys, like, "No, let's go back now, man. I'll go with you." So, so I went ahead and, and clocked the guy out, and we went over and checked it out. And what it, what it was was she was in a group home, and she. Uh, she was being abused and uh she was with three guys and her and it, she wasn't sexually abused but like they would call her dirty names and and you know just like you know verbally abuse her mental and physical abuse can be just as bad yeah and and then and then they also physically abused her by like like if they were walking in the hallway and they'd, they'd like bump into her by say oh excuse me and, and you know like bump right you know bump her into a wall you know and it's just it's just so she had had enough and uh, so she first first said that she wanted to go to the uh, she wanted to go to the uh, uh, I don't know what it is but you know she wanted to go get help in other words um, but we ended up taking her to the hospital um, because uh, you know it's I mean she she had nowhere to go man so we took her to the hospital, we waited for her to get signed in, and then they took care of her. So hopefully she's okay. But, I mean, those are just a couple couple incidences, you know, where, yeah, you know, it's, it's kind of weird. I mean, you know, you don't really think as an Uber driver you're going to help somebody like that. And then on the other side of that, you don't, you don't realize, you know, how important your job is to get people places safely. You know, so anyway, 
that's it, man. That's 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 where I came from. I love it. So, since we have four minutes left, I want to ask you this very important question. What do you think is the keys to life? Like your opinion, not what you heard, just what you think. All right, what I think about the keys of life. Yeah, what do you think is the keys to life? Straight up, you need to, whatever you do, whether it's work, play, whatever it is, just incorporate some fun into it. If you don't incorporate fun into it, it it, it it's it, it will it will eat you. It, it will devour you, and you will be you'll be you'll be sad and lonely, and and it, it really I mean you got to have fun no matter what you do. And uh, I mean it, seriously, this is not work to me. I mean you know I, I tell people yeah I, you know I just got off work, and they're like dude you're working now. It's like nah this is not work. This is just this is just chilling with people. You know? So, um, what was the rest of the question? What do you think is the keys to life? Yeah, okay. So, keys to, the keys to life is, is find something that you're good at, stick with it, make it fun, because if it's work, you won't be productive. If it's, if it's work, you won't, you won't, you won't be successful. So, the keys, keys to life is to just have fun, whatever it is. That's it. That's that's the only keys I know. But you know, the, the only other key is you got to get around the right people. Yeah, that's it. it's definitely, it's definitely true. Yeah. So if, if you, yeah, if you're if you're around if you if you get around the right people, nothing I've ever done in life is because of what I know. It's who I know. So let that be that. Left. I'm actually left. I'm jerking off. Letting these guys in. Anyway, <laughs> I got you. Cool. Uh, um. So, if you're comfortable, can you please state your name and your job occupation? If you're comfortable with that, either the name is fine. Yeah, my name is Ricky. Mm -hmm. And. uh I have several job uh, occupations. Mm. Uh, obviously, I'm an Uber driver. Mm. I own a design build company in Rockville. I teach tennis and I teach guitar. That's amazing. And I have no free time ever. But you know what? I don't want it. That's why I do all these things. This is what keeps me successful. If I keep going. I love it, man. I really appreciate you actually talking to us yeah, and no having worries, a conversation man. and being comfortable with being on a podcast. Honestly, dude, I would have had the conversation anyway. Yeah. The, the podcast <laughs> made me nervous. <laughs> if you didn't say nothing, you just recorded it and it'd be like, hey, yo, man, I just recorded you. Uh, do we have your permission to use it? I'd be like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> but but it's, it's funny how that happens. Yeah. But I mean, as a musician, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable with, you know, talking and stuff, so kind of cool. How long are you playing uh, instruments? 30 years. 30 years. Yeah. Just the guitar or you play other instruments? No. Here, I'll throw this one super quick for you. Oh, so now we're getting inside school. Uh-oh. So, this is a drum machine. I put together a bass line. And then I went back and put a rhythm guitar over it. 
and then I put a lead over it. So what I do is, uh, these are all first takes, like, remember what I, told, I was telling you about the spontaneity thing? Mm. So what ends up happening is, is, I would play these songs, like, and then say, oh, that sounds really cool. Let me go back and try to record it. And then the vibe would be gone. Yeah. So now I just put it all down, like, like, you'll hear a lot of different lead licks, like a lot of lead guitar. And then what I'll do is I'll put this song together and I'll go back and I'll like this. Eh, I don't like that as much as I like the beginning part. Or I don't like this lick, like this lick. Or I like this part of this, you know what I'm saying? So I can just take out what I like and delete what I don't like. So anyway, so that's, um. so as far as music, I mean, that's, it, it, I, I mean, I was in bands through the 80s, long hair, spandex, makeup forget about it there's no pictures <laughs> nothing 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 there so but what the deal is is uh you know as long again as long as it's fun it you know i'll do it yeah so play the music it's fun just do it it's good stuff so i love it so you guys are going to bolero huh yes sir all right y'all are gonna have fun i'm gonna be out here you know chit-chatting with the peeps <laughs> well, i mean that's fun too <laughs> yeah it is fun it is actually fun yeah we all have an assortment of fun what's that i said we're all having our assortments of fun you know what it's 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 funny man because everybody you know this world i think racism sucks i really do it it everybody everybody can get them together let me ask you all a question let's you ask me a bunch of questions let's go let's ask see. you a question man at what age did you realize there was racism uh, I play soccer. Yeah. So uh, eight. Eight eight years old. Yeah, eight years okay. old. I got told I don't belong on the soccer field because I'm black. Ouch. Okay. <laughs> For me, I never really realized that it was racism. It just it you felt like I didn't belong, or it felt like I was shunned. Yeah. And then as I got older, and I really start to see it for myself. And I really start to understand these concepts and get educated on these concepts. Right. That's when I'm like, oh shit. Right. Yeah. For me, man. Yeah. It was my twenties. Because honestly, Joe Livermore was my best friend in high school. Mm. He was black. Mm -hmm. We wrestled together. We played football together. I mean, we hung out. We went to the we went to the mall. We date some of the same girls. <laughs> right on, right. You was messing <laughs> with the black ones. Yes, sir. Oh, I love it. Hey man, no, I love no, it. he got a sister. Look, man. <laughs> hey, look. <laughs> they say once you go black, you, you never, never go, go back. back. <laughs> It goes, we love it. It goes both ways, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, so for real, man. It's uh, you know, like I mean, I mean, it's it's just racism sucks, man. Because I got look, man. I got a cut right here. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna show this to you, okay? See. See that right there? Yeah. Y'all see that? Yeah. What color is that? I look red orange. It's red, man. Yeah. We all bleed red, bro. Ah, uh, definitely. Right? Yeah. That's what it's about. That's what it's about. We all bleed red, and that's uh. That's why there should be no racism, because we are all we should, all should be equal. We all have ideas. Mm. We all have opportunities. We all have the ability 
to do whatever we want, we may not have the opportunity, but we have the ability. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously environments and things like that prevent some people from getting to where they need to get. But if you want it bad enough mm-hmm. and you get around the right people, it can happen. And I don't know if you're still recording, but that I love that line right there. No, definitely. No, definitely. So, so if you had to say something to, let's say, any Caucasian viewers listening right now, like what would you say as it pertains to that? I already Just, said it. Oh, never mind. I thought I, you had nothing else. So no, nah, I mean, I mean, that's it, man. Yeah, we we definitely. all we all need to get along, dude. Exactly. We all bleed red. I love that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, if 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 you if I can't get along with you, yeah. And you can't get along with me, then what's the point? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, straight up, every we we everybody's everybody's got a purpose on this planet. Now we don't have to all be friends, but we ain't got to be enemies. Yeah. That's like the conversation I just had with the with the uh, the Chinese boy, exactly. the Chinese kid. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's he's Chinese. Obviously, the USA and China have this huge conflict going on. That's all politically based, but Asians and Americans get along when they get together, both in China and in, in the U.S. It's it's just people getting along, man. People just if if they get along, we're better together. I hate that cliche, but but it's true. We're all better together. I love it. All right, I'm gonna let you go. I appreciate you for tuning in and enjoying the golden experience. Remember, you are blessed and you are loved. Have a good one.